Hello, Guru Fateh. Welcome to the SIGCAST. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thank you for being with us. We are here with the Shabbat of the week. And with me, I have Inikar. Inikar, thanks for being here. Thank you, Manpreet, for having me. And Guru Fateh to you and to your listeners. This week's Shabbat is titled, Rain, O Revered Cloud, Delay Not Even a Bit. Inikar, please take it away. Thank you, Manpreet. So this week's Shabbat is by Guru Arjan Sahab in Rag Malhar. It is on Ang, page 1267 of the Guru Granth Sahib. Rain, O revered cloud, delay not even a bit. Rain, O beloved, mind support. So bliss occurs. Mind remains excited forever. Reflect. Oh, my owner divine, I rely on you. Why forget me from your mind? Female-like, maiden-slave-like, no beauty without husband divine. When my ruler divine heard plea, came immediately, Bestowed grace. Nanak says, My wedding union occurred. Honor, beauty, good conduct, gifted. Varas mehikirji til bilam nalao. Varas pyare manhe sadhare. Oe anand sada manchao. You know, Manpreet, I don't usually talk about drugs, but this Shabd compelled me and I went on to the internet to find all that I could on this drug. And as I listened to it being performed by the several artists, I felt that there was an intense yearning, an intense yearning within me uh, this drug brought about. I'm not even sure if I'm describing this aptly, but what I am sure about is the intensity, about the intensity that I experience. And I'm taking the liberty and sharing with you what is written about this rag. So here is what I found on the internet. Legend has it that this rag is so powerful that when it is sung by masters, it can bring about rain. You know, I won't get into the stories that are associated with this rag. You can, you know, you can Google and find out. But enough to say that uh, please indulge yourselves and listen to this rag. It's quite hypnotic. So this Shabbat is laden with symbolism. Rain. Rain is grace. So there are three types of rain. That's what I can, you know, in my limited understanding. One that bursts, drenches, and leaves quickly. One that drips ever so gently and goes deep down and nourishes the roots. It is a slow process. And then there is the one that begins with a sprinkle and becomes incessant, and then it just flows. 
the one here it is there's, so there's a play in the shabd between the cloud and the rain now the cloud is with a capital c and there's a g attached to it make g so i'm going to paraphrase the first the rahau oh beloved grace me delay not even a moment oh beloved you are the support of my mind grace me so that my mind can experience bliss and be in a continuous state of excitement this is the rahau it is this excitement that creates this, creates a desire and gives one the confidence to reach the unreachable whatever that unreachable is for you the mind needs to be excited so grace me in a way they ask us grace me in a way that my mind is forever in that excitement i say the next line with great reverence um guru arjun sahib is revealing an intimacy and one and when such intimacy is revealed one must receive it with the utmost reverence you are my owner i rely only on you why forget me from your mind i can feel pacha surrender and love in this line only when one is deeply immersed and died in love does the stage of surrender take place this is a stage where you are able to verbalize what is taking place within you and then the strength to reveal it you are my owner i am nothing do what you will with me stage of you're no longer you you no longer care about your identity i know it's hard to imagine in today's world where we are so conscious of losing ourselves our identity but love is losing oneself path of love is for the brave and not the weak the pacha reveals he says you are my everything why forget me only when the love is so deep and the relationship is so clear that enables one to speak like that he's not saying pacha's not saying don't forget me why forget me do you see the difference this is love this is flowing from the place of total surrender and then pacha identifies as a woman an istri roop woman like i am a cherry cherry we have translated this word as maiden hyphen slave hyphen like that's the only way we could capture the essence of this word cherry i want to take a moment to delve into what slave is in this context here it is a will- willingly lovingly this is that slave who is totally bound to her owner this stage occurs when the depth of love one experiences is so intense 
That's the only place and space one wants to be is where your love is, where your beloved is. Doing nothing, just standing there and breathing the same air. Just being able to be in that presence. This is that stage of a cherry, classy, totally devoted. Your love owns you. Love owns you. It's never the person, it's the love that owns you. The eyes see only the beloved. The ears, on, the ears hear only the beloved. The, sun, the tongue speaks only what the beloved wants to hear. This is the stage of total immersion. I am nothing. Whatever I see, speak, hear, flows from you. It's a great stillness within. And this is the stillness for a very calm lake, where the lake reflects the beauty of life within. Page of the Dasi. Getting back to the Shabd. I am the loving, willing maiden slave. This maiden slave is not beautiful. I am not beautiful. For she is without her husband divine. Pause here for a moment. How can we experience the state of a maiden slave? Is there even a desire within us to experience the state? Because if there isn't, and we don't know what the state is, how can we even appreciate the beauty and what Guru Sahib is revealing in the shop? The stage of Adasi. Then we come to the end of the Shabd. Guru Sahib reveals, When my ruler, my owner, heard my plea, heard my cry, grace was bestowed immediately, and my wedding occurred. And what did I receive? And the gifts that I received at my wedding were honor, beauty, and good conduct. So the Shabbat began with a wanting, a yearning, a longing for the reign of grace so that the mind could remain in excitement. Then came the stage of the Keri, the Dasi, the stage of total devotion. And when, when, when immersed in that devotion, the devotee, the Dasi, cries out for the beloved. How can the beloved resist? Grace is immediately bestowed and the union takes place. And the devotee is adorned with beauty, honor, and so much more. These stages can also be experienced at a human level. These are not just divine love because there's no difference between divine love and human love. When you truly love that is when your love flows from a place without any expectations or needs. The one you love will hear you, will hear you within him or her. And when that union of the two, of who can hear each other thousands of miles away, takes place, so does the adornment 
showed us the stillness within. And in that stillness, when that stillness enters, gratitude flows. Love is a sacred gift. When you honor love in that capacity, with that intention, with that love, you are honoring love. Love dyes you in its color. And there's no difference between you and love. You become love. You are love. And that is what Gurbani reveals, that you are a spark of divine light. You are love. Recognize that. Allow love to flow through you. Become love. See love everywhere. And you know I write poetry. And I was really immersed in this shop. Listening to it, it, you know, Pai Nirmal Singh has sung it so beautifully. And I've been listening to it all week. And um, I just put down a few lines which I want to share with you, Manpri. Yearning grace without beloved, no beauty. Wedding occurs. Beautiful adorns maiden slave, beautifying her. Sugar. That's my. Uh, hey, these are my thoughts on this shabd. Um, it's. I know I say this a lot, but this one is exquisite. For me, that become a maiden slave, and even in that, when I have surrendered everything and become. To feel that I am not beautiful, there is no beauty in me. There's nothing because you're not there. It's only when the union takes place. And what am I gifted in this union? Everything. What matters most. I love the stages when she cries. When the ruler divine heard the plea, the cry came immediately. And this is what love is. When you cry from that place, when you yearn from that place of love, it's always answered. This is a very, for me, it was very close to what I'm experiencing in my life. So I think probably the commentary is a little different, Um, maybe and maybe not, but uh, it is the intensity of saying now, delay not even a bit, just rain, grace me, grace me, grace me. I cannot take this waiting anymore. That's that burst. It's that just, just burst on me. Just grace me. And then the shepherd follows. Your thoughts, Manpreet? I like what you're saying about grace. And I love the way that you explained the shepherd. And there was always, I guess, an excuse that people use 
where you want to do something good or you want to quit a bad habit, let's say, and then people just say, oh, when the guru graces me, it'll happen. And, you know, it's sometimes a, well, most of the time, it's basically a cop-out answer. And right now, you were just saying for the Shabbat, he's saying, grace me, grace me, don't even delay, please, please. So, I guess in Sikhi, how do we explain grace? Is it something that you have to do, you have to love, you have to have Shabbat inside you, and then you'll see the grace happening? Does it happen just one day you're walking and suddenly grace hits you? Like, how do we, even according to the Shabbat, how do we get into that place where we're, uh, I guess qualified is not the right word, but or even where we could even accept grace or notice that it, this is grace that's happening to us? You know what I'm saying? The effort, remember a couple of weeks back, there was the Shabd, you said the effort had to be made, the ground had to be ripe. There's the effort, the mental effort, the discipline. Because even to ask for grace, even for it, when you look up at the cloud and say, just graze me, quench me, quench the thirst. Remember, this is symbolism, which are, and the symbolism is of the rain and the cloud and everything of that nature. But even to ask for grace, it is to be in that consciousness. People can go through life and be totally content, or people want to have a different experience. Grace is always present. It's how you connect with it. It's when you connect with it. And you and that grace allows you to become vast allows the love to flow within you. It's a grace that then beautifies you. It's not that you are not beautiful. It is what you feel within the beauty. Here it is, Guru Sahib is already in that consciousness and he is saying, I want something to happen now, immediately now. And it's a place of also great um, humility I have no beauty. I'm already, you know, your slave. And then the answer is that I know you when you heard my plea, that, that fact, that immediate, that, um, how should I say, that confidence, that when you heard my plea, you came immediately. That relationship. Well, that's the relationship of grace. Because when you've been graced, you know your beloved is always with you a matter of asking and sometimes you don't even have to ask but I love that that the union occurred when the union occurred when he felt that grace what was he bestowed with honor, beauty, good conduct I mean I reflected on on you know I take it the, for me personally sometimes in life that you get so busy in life that even though you know your grace and you feel it, sometimes you just want to have that moment where you just want to experience something larger than yourself. And this is a conversation of that, keeping in mind that these Shabbats are divine experiences of 36 incredible contributors. And they are t- telling us, they are revealing their divine experiences 
And this is one of the reasons why I said that this Shabd has to be taken with great reverence because there's an intimacy that is being revealed here. When that such intimacy is revealed, one must be careful how one takes it. To be even saying out loud that you own me, I am no longer me, is huge. Those are the things that we are our teachings, our learnings. Will we ever get to that stage? Will we lose ourselves in love? But we can say that it's no longer about me. It's all about you. It's you. Whoever that you is, could be, you know, your mother, your father, your, uh, you know, your significant other. It could be the divine, whatever it is. When you have placed something so much higher than yourself, that you are serving or loving this person or whatever else, see how you change. All of a sudden, that selfish quality, the pettiness leads you. Because this love which you have has totally enraptured you, has lifted you. It's no longer the falling in love, it's the rising in love. And this is that rising in love. Love does that. To be in that moment of grace, to be experienced as grace, you need to be in some sort of consciousness because even if it hits you, you won't know it is grace. There are moments in your life where you'll say, oh my gosh, how did that happen? That was beautiful. I didn't expect it. I felt something different. Those the drops of grace. You're falling. Are you catching them? Are you receiving them with grace? Are you honoring them? The more you honor those drops, the more they become incessant. And the more they become incessant, they change you. Now you're living in the presence, with the presence. You've become aware. Grace is actually living in awareness. Awareness of who you are. Awareness of the world around you. Awareness of life. When you live in that awareness, you are graced. You are being graced. You're experiencing grace. Your every action, every thought, every word, every deed will be in that awareness. Does that answer somewhat what you were asking? It certainly does. Thank you once again for explaining it so well, as you usually do. For all the listeners out there, if you want to listen to the Shabbat, like Anikar was mentioning, and the Rag, it's in, you want to read it and read it in the Gurmukhi script as well, please log on to sikri.org, uh, click on the Experience tab, and you can see all our Shabbats of the week. Anikar, thank you once again for being with us and sharing the Shabbat. Thank you, Manpreet. Until next time, Guru Fateh to you and to our listeners. I should stop saying to your listeners. <laughs> I should say our listeners, shouldn't I? Yeah. 
Guru Fateh. No, thank you. Thank you, Guru Fateh.